there we go. We are here. We are here, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So we are welcoming Dave to our um, Formula One podcast. Welcome, Dave. Thanks for having me. That's all right. So um, I guess what I think I'll do. So did you manage to watch the uh, highlights? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I watched some highlights. Uh, I started watching the race last night, um, yeah. but uh, it was getting a bit late. And I, I thought, uh, obviously, that it might be um, perhaps the result might be a bit of a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah, that is. Um, yeah, it was seeming that way with Hamilton just dominating. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a good race. What I might just do. What I tend to do is just read through the results and then we'll go through and talk about it. Absolutely, sounds so, good. So we got four people who didn't finish. We had Sebastian Vettel who went out on lap six with severe brake failure. He basically just had no brakes. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, Kevin Magnussen had um, some sort of engine problem or something and then he had to stop, which then caused all sorts of chaos. We'll get to that. Uh, Charles Leclerc went out on lap 23, which was after the restart of the race, which we'll get to, but he just mm-hmm. had a cat- catastrophic, catastrophic loss of control of the car on uh, slightly <laughs> yeah, cold tyres yeah. and amazingly just walked, ran away from the accident, which was a, like 180 mile an hour into a barrier, like head on, well, side on almost. So that yeah, was pretty full on. A, a casual jog across the racetrack afterwards. Yeah. And then we had um, Max Verstappen, lap 30, who went out with, uh, it was an engine problem, but they just decided to retire the car before the engine actually failed. So they sensed it was about to happen and then brought him in. So shame for him. Uh, so then the, of the actual finishers, we had uh, Antonio Giovinazzi, 6P16, Alex Albon, P15, bit of a bad race for him. George Russell, mm. P14, which is just crazy that Russell finished ahead of Albon. Anyway, um, Kimi Raikkonen P13, Grosjean P12, Latifi P11, really good job from him. Yeah. Um, if Williams got lucky with the strategy, they could have finished a lot higher, but anyway, never mind. Um, Daniel Kvyat P9 for Alpha Tauri, uh, Ocon for Renault P8, Lewis Hamilton P7, so that's the shock. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo P6, then Bottas P5, who had a terrible race. Uh, Lando Norris for McLaren P4, Lance Stroll P3. Carlos Sainz P2 and then Pierre Gasly the winner for AlphaTauri Honda in P1 and drove a very 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 good race um, yeah pretty crazy race though wasn't it <laughs> it was like <laughs> everything was going normal to like what was it lap uh, lap 17 when Magnussen pulled his car over and he pulled it over in a spot where I thought they could have just pushed the car back into the, you know, there was a gap in the barrier. So I thought, oh, they'll just push it back. But they're like, no, we're going to push it forwards <laughs> right through the pit lane. And yeah, get that, the that was a really puzzling thing. And uh, I'm sure there's probably one or two conspiracy theories uh, uh, yeah. about, abound about that. I think the, that, that just... the, the four stewards that were there had a nice picnic table set up behind the barrier. So maybe they just didn't want to move it or something. But, yeah, maybe. Um, maybe yeah. But to be honest, it was quite narrow. They didn't have much space. If they had a car there, they might. I, I don't know whether that would have worked really. So perhaps uh, their reverse parking wasn't up to scratch with a with a Formula One car. Well, it, it was right there. All they had to do was push it straight back. He, he lined it up. All they had to do was push it back but i think they figured because it was so close to the pit lane that they just thought well we'll just push it forward and pull it out of the way and then it's safer and the stewards have still got their space to do their flag waving but 
Um, but, but yeah, I guess maybe from a safety perspective, yeah, if the car was blocking the, their access to the track, that could be an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, um, yeah. So that caused a safety car. So they they went right within a full safety car, and then went. It was weird. They announced a safety car, and then Hamilton and um, Carlos Sainz and stuff. who were kind of ahead of everyone by about five or six seconds. They had a nice gap, and. Um, mm. Hamilton came into the pit straight away, but then Science didn't. I was like, well, that's a bit weird. Why yeah. didn't he come into the pits? And then no one else came in the pits apart from Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. Yeah. And then suddenly it was like, oh, no, the pit lane shut. So I was like, oh, okay, they shut the pit lane, but obviously Hamilton and Hamilton got in time or something. But um, but apparently not. Apparently the pit lane was closed and he shouldn't have come in. Even though, did you see the flashing lights? on the two on the corners and the parabolica there were two sets of flashing lights like there was the first one and the second one when i saw that and they were like oh yeah look it's got an x i was like that says sc doesn't it but it, it didn't it was an x but it looked like an s and a c almost like it was very oh, right I, like it I, didn't, I didn't i, mean, I didn't clock that no it, it was basically still in the same yellow lettering as the s and the c but it was in for safety car if people don't know but it was actually a, an x but it was a weird x it was like i don't know why they've got such basic fucking signal things in formula one it's like cutting edge technology can they not afford a slightly higher resolution screen or something like that'll make slightly bigger or it just seems a bit i don't know because i mean if you're coming around that parabolica doing you know god knows what what speed even though it's safety cars so you probably slowed down quite a bit you're not going to notice that and that's never happened in formula one before apparently so not like in that instance so yeah, yeah, Bottom, Bottom was saying he's never seen that before ever in his all of his time racing so mm, mm. it was a bit odd and then but he got told to come in i guess he should have seen that and the, the team should have known but i guess it's a miscommunication because all the other teams figured it out so um you know, yeah, science did, I, and he was I, only from what I gather, Lewis sort of uh, pretty much just held his hands up and said, "Yeah, I, I am." Um, he missed I, it. Yeah, he just came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I screwed that one up. So yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah, he was quite good actually. He was just like, yeah, it's more. It's all about Pierre today. You know, it is what it is. But it's you know, well done to him. Yeah, he, uh, he seemed quite sort of gracious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, um, he I seems quite genuine, and his kind of thing. You know, he talks about obviously that he wishes that other teams were up there racing with him and stuff and uh, yeah 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 you know, i think that's that that's a good uh healthy approach rather than just going yeah i'm dominating so yeah no, it was um <laughs> yeah it was, it was good um, and I, I think because bottas had a shit race and verstappen didn't finish and got no points i think he was just like well to be honest it was it could have been a lot worse so yeah yeah he only yeah, lost I mean, th- considering Hamilton finished where he did really he was pretty impressive um because he was right at the back after all that wasn't yeah it? so for people who didn't know so what happened was the safety car came out they all went round it turned out that Hamilton and Giovinazzi had to serve a 10 second stop and go penalty which is about as bad as it gets that's like the worst penalty you can get <laughs> uh, apart from being disqualified from the race so um and then if that happens you can't do it under a safety car for a start so you've got to do it within once you get given the penalty, you've got to do it within three laps or three, yeah, no more than three laps. So, yeah, but then they did a safety car restart once all that once uh, Magnussen's car got pushed down the pit straight and all that bollocks. Um, and then it was can't have been more than it was like one and a half laps or something after that. That's when um, 
Leclerc at the crash. And basically, he just said his tyres just didn't warm up as much and they were still a bit cold and he took Parabolica flat out, well, not flat out, but, you know, full on and mm-hmm. lost the rear end, tank slapper, and off he went. And that caused yeah. that actually caused the red flag, which means they yeah, stopped the race. Yeah. So, so everyone had to stop, come into the pit lane, and they, they stop in the pits in their position. And then it was about a 20-minute break or so, wasn't it? Well, because they had to rebuild the barrier. So for people that don't know, if you have a big (laughs) crash in a barrier and it gets damaged, they've got to rebuild it and make it safe again. They can't just start the race and hope there's not another crash there. So um, They need some pretty big rolls of duct tape. Yeah, some serious duct tape. (laughs) Yeah, so, and then while that was happening, the stewards decided on the penalty for Hamilton and and, uh, Giovinazzi, and then they had to come up with a strategy to do it, and they were just like, I think Lewis was trying to say, stay out for the three laps, then come in, because he can build a bit more of a gap, but they were just like, well, if there's another safety car, because odds are you get another safety car after a safety car, that tends to happen quite a lot, because of like Mm. what happened with... um, uh, Leclerc, you know, people are on cold tyres, cold brakes, you can have another accident quite easily. So uh, James Vowles, the head strategist for Mercedes, was just like, let's just serve it straight away. So he came straight in on the next lap, didn't he, and served his stop go. And basically put him 25 seconds behind the last place guy or something. So he was like 35 seconds off the lead. Um, and... Did a pretty good job to cut through the pack to get up to seventh, really, considering Bottas couldn't pass anyone. Yeah, it, yeah. He did yeah. quite well, and he was almost going to get up to Bottas. He wasn't that far away from it, really. Like, Well, he was a fair bit, but you know, it was mm. like 10 seconds yeah, but, off Ricardo, who was just behind Bottas. But. Bottas, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? I mean, you could say he had maybe not great weekend, but when you're in the sort of shadow of Lewis Hamilton, he's still, you know, you're talking about the, the smallest of margins, for instance, in qualifying and stuff like that. I mean, that pressure's just got to be so immense. Yeah, and Lewis doesn't really make mistakes. Like, they were talking about it on uh, the, the BBC podcast, the Formula One moment a while ago, and they were just like, they went, they tried to look back to when he made a mistake, but I'm, they're even talking a mistake like missing a fucking breaking point and, and messing his tyres up or just something minimal like that. And they had to go back like two and a half years or something. It's, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So when you're his teammate, as um, Rosberg found, he just it's just relentless. So yeah, it grind, yeah. he grinds you down. So Boas is just in pieces at the moment. <laughs> like, so I feel Because <laughs> he's such a nice dude. He's, he's yeah, too nice. Yeah. He's, he's like the Barrichello to Schumacher. He's just too nice. and it's it's And he's good, but he's not... As good as Hamilton, yeah. so that's that's just um, he's the perfect teammate for Hamilton, but um, and for Mercedes because they didn't want another Rosberg. But mm, it's, mm, um, yeah, it's um, he just yeah, it's him. difficult for how he sees his career. I suppose if you know he wants to be world champion, obviously every driver does, but yeah. and there's also got to be a sense of realism in that team with Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, with the way things are at the moment, you you are potentially going to be in his shadow. But you know, oh, yeah, definitely. I, but um, I You're mean, every opportunity. Hamilton's going to go down as one of the all-time greats, isn't he? Well, not yeah. One of, well, exactly. Yeah, the, the, the greatest, the best, yeah. probably. Well, he's going to um, break everyone's records, so he's he's already yeah. got. He's got. Well, has he got the wins yet? I think he gets one more win, and he gets level with Schumacher on wins, and he's already surpassed some like ninety-four that, yeah. pole positions, and he's led the most number of laps. I know he's got that one, um, and he's equal with with Schumacher's podiums now, so um, which is one, two, or three, if people don't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, for Bottas, I mean, he, he had a really bad start. I mean, he was, he was just off him in, in quality. It was so close. It was like a 10th of a second or something like nothing. So, yeah, um, yeah. it was, uh, so, you know, he's pushing him, but 
But his start, he went from second to fifth or something, or sixth. He, he had a terrible start. Yeah, he did, didn't he? And, uh, you know, you had Stroll and I think Norris and someone else were quite racy and pushing him. So mm. it was... I um, mean, Sainz got an incredible start. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he went yeah. straight past. and he, I mean, he was... And he actually said at the end, like, they had legitimate P2 pace. Like, that was really where they were aiming to get because they had the pace to do it. So that P2 he got was a, it wasn't just a luck of the draw P2 for him. It was a, because he lost out in that second safety car and restart and all that. So, yeah, he did, didn't um, he? They sort of went back down to like six and seventh or something. Yeah, yeah. So, essentially, what happened is some people pitted before that initial safety car, which meant they were on the, they didn't have to, come in for the second safety car or no for when the safety car came in they didn't come in and put on new tyres so they mm. leapfrogged quite a lot of people so well, people what, like um, Gasly and Stroll Gasly, and, yeah. and uh, yeah. who else there was someone else as well um, they kind Perez? of ended, Perez did Perez yeah I don't know no he lost out a bit I think it was just Stroll and Gasly they were right up there and to mm. be honest Stroll could have won but he messed up the restart in the second restart once the the race started again um, after the red flag. So he made a mistake and I don't think he did the warm up lap well enough, which is why he lost out a bit. He just, he had too much wheel spin. His tires went hot enough. So, um, so he lost, that's why he lost that out. And Gasly just nailed it. He just got it spot on. Like, and apparently it's quite difficult doing a formation lap and restart of a race. Cause you're, you know, you've got half the weight of the, in the car because you've got half the fuel than you would have mm. had. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's quite different. different. Yeah, so and Gasly yeah. just nailed it. And then, you know, basically started the race P2 behind Hamilton. Hamilton obviously came in and then um, just managed to get that gap and held off Stroll initially and I guess Norris and then Science came up and passed everyone and put pressure on Gasly. And the last like 10 laps was really excellent. It was just Science gradually gaining on Gasly and, um, yeah, yeah, that that um that whole sort of midfield it's not even midfield anymore really is well, weird, it's, isn't it? How it all got mixed up this weekend. But yeah. I mean the racing that's going on and, and just some of the manoeuvres and stuff and even like Raikkonen and stuff was um you know in the mix for certain sections of the race that just Yeah, I mean he was right up there as well, but he lost yeah, out because yeah. of um he went down from like P three to P thirteen or something because he just because yeah, he had yeah. a Ferrari engine, so he just couldn't um he just yeah. didn't have the pace, did he? Didn't have the pace, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, although actually Grosjean finished ahead of him, so I don't know how that happened. But anyway, maybe Grosjean <laughs> was also up quite high because of the pit stops and stuff. But mm. it was a crazy mm. race. But yeah, it was just so good to see um, Gasly just hold off. And even like he had the, he had the sort of weather all to weave on the straights to try and break the um, slipstream from sides because yeah, he was, he was far, yeah. you're allowed yeah. to do that as long as they're not too close but once you get to that within that one second you're not really allowed to do that but because he was just ahead enough he could try and do that to break the, the um, slipstream effect so he you know thinking about you know stuff like that it was um yeah, yeah, he did. He did really well to keep his head, and and you know, science really put him under a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. You could see, you could see on the onboard when science was chasing him that science's right front tire looked like it was on its last legs. Yeah, at he was pushing. You it. could see yeah. the the um the blistering and stuff going on. Yeah, I think they were both really pushing it, and they they just took yeah. everything out of their tires. I think Gasly said by the last lap, his tires were just gone. Um, yeah, the last few laps, yeah. but. Um, and I think if Sainz would have got him one more lap, he probably would have got past him. So, um, mm-hmm. 
And it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. And Sainz was disappointed with the P2. And he was like, you know, if, he's, <laughs> if you'd said at the start of the race, I'd be disappointed with the P2, I wouldn't have believed you. But it's, I guess it just shows he's a proper racer because he was just like, no, nah, I want to win this. This is He's definitely smart, got his, so. dad's, um, his dad's racing kind of um, mentality oh, yeah. about him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as well, it was on the team radio and stuff like that because his engineer was saying, uh, you know, don't, don't um, no rush to get past I think it was when he was trying to get past Raikkonen, perhaps. He was and a few. Like, he was like in fifth at that point, I think, wasn't he? And he yeah, was like, yeah, and, 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 and he just told his engineer, "Is like, I want to win this race, Tom." Yeah, he's like, no, he's just like, doing yeah. this. Yeah, I think because <laughs> they didn't. They they when they were even telling him to sort of be careful, and you know, P two is good, and you know, but mm, he was just like, mm. nah. <laughs> you, they've got to get that mentality of winning back in their head, though. They shouldn't have really been saying that because they didn't want to lose the points and risk a crash. But it's like, no, you have got to go for the win. You're a Formula One team. Yeah, like, it's know, very. It's, and, you go you for know, it. So, in day, days of old as well, that would be very much the McLaren Oh, way. exactly. So they need to yeah. remember that because next year yeah. they're going to be right at the top. I think, um, I mean, I said this before, but yeah, they're, they're in with a real chance of challenging yeah. Mercedes yeah. and getting maybe wins and probably, a, I don't think they'll beat Mercedes next year, but they'll get P2 potentially in the championship. That That's on for them. So uh, Red Bull Regardless, where, how far they've come so quickly recently is, oh, yeah. is pretty amazing. I it's mean, it, yeah, it, it looks it's, like... Yeah. It's a lesson for Ferrari, I should think, as well, because I think McLaren, obviously, were in that place and it was... Yeah, and they lot, just brought in the right people. down to the yeah. team culture. Mm. The team culture is seems to have totally changed well zach and, brown he just came on and they it just yeah. whoever hired him he just made the best move because he's just mm. he he mm. just made the team work because before that it was really awful in the team apparently it was all sniding and yeah stuff yeah. like that and, and and that was not just across mclaren formula one i think that was as across mclaren as an organization yeah the whole thing i think what yeah. i read so they've, they've done clearly like a total uh root and branch kind of rethink and Mm. It's definitely paying off. They've obviously made some difficult decisions and pretty got rid of some people. And then bringing Seidel on board was the best. Yeah, really great decision that was. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there. I mean, yeah, Ferrari need to do the same. I mean, for me, for Ferrari, you get rid of your strategy team, the entire team, because they're a bunch of fucking morons. And then <laughs> you, um, I don't know, you just, uh, I don't know. They, apparently they've got some special performance division they've just started. Mm, but it, it just seems yeah. like well, shouldn't you already have something like that <laughs> it's, it's like it, it's know. sort of um yeah i don't know with ferrari i think they yeah organizationally they really got to i don't know whether they're sticking band-aids over things they've um, always been like that though even yeah, they, they were they talking about been. it the other day and it's like not it was like the 70s when they were last like mm. really dominant and then it's since then yeah they had that dominance in well, the schumacher and schumacher like thing that. for that period of time but then Mm. they lost it against after that and they've never really had it back like never really so i mean no, and no. they had the opportunity to in the last two years the last two seasons vettel should really have won at least one of those world championships but they didn't purely down to ferrari's management and strategy that's the only reason mm. vettel did everything but, he could it, it was all down to ferrari really so they mm. fucked that up very much in danger of sort of becoming victims of their own success and they seem to just really um, as a lot of brands do, you know, they're, they're, they're really just so heavily reliant on that brand and kind of they think almost there's probably a sense of arrogance that, you know, we're Ferrari. It's just like automatic. It will be yeah, at the front. So, um, but, you know, things change and the whole sport's changed and, you know, the, the change in leadership and direction. Um, I think Eccleston was very much um, almost – 
Ferrari's protector in a way. Um, yeah, I guess because of the history of the sport and stuff. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's, um, um, I don't know. I mean, Ferrari are basically fucked next year. I mean, Sainz must yeah. be gutted. He's just like, fucking hell, what did I do? Like, he's leaving a team that's going oh, yeah, exactly. regularly yeah. on the podium yeah. next year to a team that won't get a sniff of the podium next year. So mm. I, I guess maybe ho- hopefully at least if he can see their development path for the, the they're probably even just already focusing on the following year's car now. Yeah, because I mean that's a complete rule change. Everything. So it's um, so if they get that right and they hit the ground running, then science could very well be you know yeah he could really, be really back, good seat, but, back at the front. But it's mm, um, big gamble, especially when you think how far McLaren have come in such a short space of time with him. Um, I gather he's left the team on very good terms. Oh yeah, yeah, they were loving me. It's all very yeah. positive. So. Which is great. Um, but I yeah. think McLaren getting Ricardo, I mean, you know, he's one of the best on the grid. So that, yeah. that's such a good and, thing for them. And Norris has done incredibly well as well. You know, Sainz yeah, has yeah, got yeah. Quite, quite a lot more experience than Norris. And Norris isn't exactly, you know, miles behind him. Well, I mean, Norris was ahead of him in the points in the World Championship up until this race, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows with those two. It's just that kind of each weekend, it's like one or the other, really. So, yeah, it's... That's, um, that's great how well they push each other. I think hopefully that would continue with Ricardo. Oh, no, it will. Yeah, they're both yeah. competitive, but they'll be even better mates, I think. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a good... Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be a fun team next year to be a part of, so... Yeah, mm. that's going to be good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it was a good race. And, yeah, Gasly, yeah, he's just, oh, this year, just been on the rise. And it's put a lot of pressure on Albon because Albon, what would Albon <laughs> Yeah, um, I think if they hadn't 15th. already made the switch, that would be a done deal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's um, it's a weird one because how do you know he won't just, crumble under the pressure again that that's the kind of thing that's it. they, they, they'd actually be you know if if it, if it hadn't already happened obviously it would be very much the case right now i should imagine that they would do that switch straight away but because they have done it previously yeah i think it would just be too much too detrimental to both drivers in a way yeah. and i mean and that car period. was not good the red bull was not good this weekend and, and albon no, did no. albon did have damage to the car so Mm. um i mean and obviously look at um verstappen he struggled as well so you know he was down in 12 or something so and he he did lose out with the safety cars and restarts and all that stuff he did lose out quite a lot there but um, yeah he did it's um it's funny though isn't it it's sort of uh um yeah gasly's just sort of um resurgence and that that strength of character to do that as well having sort of fell so far last year to to come back and and do that i think everyone sort of really was really happy for him as well because he's, he's a really likable guy apparently as well oh yeah definitely yeah yeah he's um yeah i mean he, he really gets on that team as well so mm, yeah yeah it's sort of alpha tour and toro Rosso and previously i mean they've always um really outperformed themselves i think if you look back they they were they're actually a really great team it's, it's such a great kind of um setup they've got there yeah yeah it's a good team i mean i think the last time they won was actually at monza as well that was when vettel won in the wet um, yeah that's that right like it did, first yeah. win yeah. so it was like one of those and, races um, but, like, they're and, not good enough to get regular wins but they they're good enough to get these kind of surprise wins sometimes and get kind of consistent ish results so yeah it's um yeah, it's interesting to see what's going to happen. I mean, next week we've obviously got Mugello, um, which is going to apparently just be insane with the cars. Like, it's going to be an incredible 
it's again it's a high downforce mm, yeah. thing so i think ferrari could be a bit better next week um yeah it might suit them a bit more yeah it's such a great track if you've watched uh, i've watched it on moto gp i just thought yeah that'd be awesome to do formula one there um just a random little factoid as well interestingly the pierre gasly is the first frenchman to win a grand prix since olivier panis in 1996 and i i remember watching that race because it was at monaco monaco yeah i remember that in the wet (laughs) yeah awesome yeah so there you go. Yeah, it's well crazy. Done. Well done, Pierre. It's uh, been a while for a French driver. Yeah, but, um, it's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah, um, yeah. There's actually quite a lot of French drivers on the grid. You've got Gasly, Ocon, Grosjean. Leclerc. Oh, well, he's Monegasque, but yeah. Ah, yeah, I, I suppose okay. Class yeah. Nice, but kind of technically French, sort of, but not really. <laughs> yeah. um, true, true. So, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, um, yeah. You know, the French have got a pretty rich history of turning out some very good drivers oh yeah yeah definitely alan prost and all that kind of stuff Uh, alan prost um is a technical advisor isn't he or something for renault something yeah yeah and did you hear renault have just announced they're changing the name to alpine um ah really because they want to push the alpine brand into like a you know it's like the amg thing or the bmw (laughs) motorsport and you know um that's pretty cool. Various, oh, what are the other ones? Yeah, there's various other car companies that have their kind of uh, yeah, I know racing I mean, brand. Empower M- M- and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah and, uh, so they, yeah, they're rebranding and I think Cyril Abitbol's, Abitbol, Abit, whatever his name is. Um, Cyril Abitbol. Abitbol. He's yeah. um, heading up cool. that brand change and also the motorsport, the uh, the car division as well. So mm, Interesting. So yeah. it sounds like, I mean, they've already got the uh, Renault Al- the Alpine little two-seater yeah. which is supposed to be an excellent little car but then i reckon you're going to see um special edition renault mm. clios renault mcgann's with like alpine branding and stuff which would be quite cool i think so um yeah I the, um, that the, the recent renault hot hatches i've, I've actually thought yeah, they're great really good. Yeah. yeah really nice looking cars yeah, they're very good yeah yeah so, um, yeah oh, that's cool yeah, yeah so that's interesting yeah so they'll be rebranded sort of next year um to that which would be cool so and then you got uh Racing Point will be Alfa Romeo. So we're getting lots of good names in terms of uh, teams, which will be quite cool. Um, do you so, mean Aston Martin? Yeah, Aston Martin. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so we ordered about Alfa Romeo. So hang on a sec. <laughs> we got an Alfa Romeo. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that would be cool. Um, mm, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose uh, at the end of the day, they're ultimately just badges. But um, obviously... Yeah, it doesn't really mean it, a lot. It's it, just branding, isn't it? it? But yeah, it's still yeah, quite but, cool um, to have an Alfa, no, Alfa Romeo fucking Aston Martin brand. So... Um, yeah, obviously, I don't know. Does that mean that they end their kind of because Aston Martin also kind of appear quite heavily with Red Bull, don't they? They kind of yeah, it's, rela- it's Aston Martin Red well. Bull at the moment, so I'm guessing yeah. that will just yeah. they'll just become Red Bull. So, mm. Um, mm. well, Red Bull Honda, I suppose. Yeah. Well, yeah, Red Bull Honda. I mean, they kind of are that now, but they do have the Aston Martin thing on it. But I guess that will drop from that. But it's also interesting when you think about how you know thinking about Honda, you know red bull didn't have a great weekend but ultimately you know they've taken on that honda engine so have avatory and the, the amazing turnaround with the honda engine really when you think oh, about yeah, how, huge, how, yeah. how far they've come that's massive when that's you think. just them working much better with them than mclaren did basically but that whole yeah, mclaren yeah, thing yeah. that was ron dennis he kind of just poisoned the whole thing i think and i'm a fan of yeah, ron dennis but he was just that it was, was that, that era wasn't it yeah it was the yeah. right thing for them to get rid of him. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, it's going to be interesting next year to see. I think yeah, it's going to be a yeah. lot closer. I mean, I still think Mercedes are probably going to head the pack, but, um, 
yeah, I think McLaren are just really going to throw a spanner in the works. So Renault potentially is too, too as well. I mean, I think they're they're getting better and better as well. So, and they obviously have Alonso next year, so he's going to be pushing that car. So. Of course, yeah, yeah, interesting, it's interesting. Yeah, it's been no, I've, uh, it's been really good. It's kind of obviously not much positive has come out of uh, the whole pandemic situation, but some of the uh, sports formats have been really. Um, you know, the well, way they've just F1's been, been fucking things. brilliant. It's, been really, it's great. Yeah, really it's been really reactionary yeah. and they've got really awesome races happening, which you wouldn't mm-hmm. normally get. It's so much better than a lot of these foreign races where the, the tracks just aren't very good. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's right. yeah. it's a shame about um, Circuit of the Americas not being on it, but they, they yeah, just couldn't yeah, get over awesome there. It's just too much. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but that, I mean, that, that would be a great thing because I've, I've always said that, like, imagine they did F1 at Laguna Seca or something like that mm-hmm. to, to, to do that would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah, yeah. So hopefully, maybe this season, if if that's anything to go by, and America manages to somehow sort itself out, then um, yeah, I guess it's what's <laughs> going to happen next year. I mean, I, I mean, it's not you know, yeah. it's only March when March, April, May is it May that they the, when does the um, Melbourne Grand Prix technically start? April? Uh, Melbourne's usually, isn't it March? Is it March? Time? I think it's March, isn't it? So it's not that yeah. long when you think yeah. about it. So no, it's, it's not really. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if they even do that, or they just have to come up with another European circuit again you know, around there. Yeah, yeah, so maybe see how it goes. It's, but it's absolutely insane where this year's gone in terms of just obviously <laughs> everything that's gone on, and all of a sudden, you know, we're we're in September. Yeah, it's uh, gone real quick, man. I see. <laughs> lounging about at home you just lose a lot of time so it's great yeah, yeah. it's madness it's madness and because yeah. uh, i was thinking about like the the the, the football season in, in the uk for instance is literally just finished yet they're already because of everything got delayed so much and the whole calendar got completely screwed that you know they're already in pre-season training because the season starts again soon it's mad the bank friendlies is just like whoa holy crap no break fucking hell yeah, yeah. football right fuck that God. Oh, they get paid enough Big for being first, anyway. rolling around on the floor too yeah. much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was, uh, yeah, it was a good race, I think. So yeah, I reckon really cool, really good. Yeah, if, if people really haven't checked out the ho- the, the uh, highlights, I'd recommend it. It was quite entertaining. So um, yeah, some good racing. Definitely. Yeah. A few good moves going on as well. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was pretty good. So, so yeah, next week we've got um, Mugello. Um, so another Italian Grand Prix. Um, yeah, that would be I good. I yeah. hate the the calendar on the Formula One site. It's just it's so <laughs> terrible. It's like it's, it's like it's been designed done by Ferrari. They've been in charge of the fucking stupid fucking <laughs> website for Formula One. It just the makes, no, it just makes whoa, no fucking sense. So yeah, Mugello, um, Formula One, Pirelli Gran, Primo della Toscana Ferrari, 1000, 2020. It's a 1000th Grand Prix for Ferrari. So, um, so it's out there, home circuit, which is cool. So we've got practice starts on the 11th of September. And then uh, the 12th of September qualifying, 13th of September for the race. So mm, and then, um, it's going to be a fast as fuck circuit. There's literally, I think it's, there's like, they're not going to break ever, apart from a couple of places. The rest of it's just going to be so fast. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. Mm. And uh, so look out for that, after that. It's Russia, isn't it? Because the Singapore Grand Prix is cancelled. Yeah, Russia. Yeah. So uh, um, yeah, so I think next weekend Ferrari will be a bit stronger. Mercedes will be on top again. I think Racing Point will be good. McLaren might not be because they're not so good on that circuit. Renault maybe might be in a similar position to McLaren. Um, so it's probably going to be Racing Point and. Um, Red Bull and Mercedes, who are going to be up there fighting for their podiums. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see see if Ferrari can get in the top 10, <laughs> which I don't know if they'll be able to. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah all, be, to, all to play for. Yeah, all, I'm just looking forward to I seeing. Think Hamilton's yeah. probably got the championship already signed up, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. You never know. Yeah, I think you so. Know. I mean, there's still quite a few races to go. So, you know, it only takes a couple of bad races. and But, you know, this was a bad race. And to generally, after a bad race, Mercedes come back a lot stronger. So, yeah, that's it. it. You it can really never write them off, can you? <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's pretty crazy. I was just looking at the rest of the calendar. I mean, there are, there's still quite a few races to come. Yeah, there's quite it a goes, few. goes right into December. That's mad. There's nine more races or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, be if Lewis got every pole position from now until the end, he'd, he'd finish on ninety nine for this season. I think I think I worked it out. So yeah, <laughs> or maybe it's not because I'm sure he's got ninety four poles. Maybe it was race wins. Maybe it was the race wins. I was think, thinking he could get to a hundred, but he can probably get past a hundred poles this season. Yeah, it's probably mad. So. I, I haven't. Um, even though I've got a laptop in front of me, I haven't pulled up those stats. Yeah, they're just in my brain. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So there we go. So yeah. Um, let's wrap it up there. I guess that was. Um, it was nice yeah, to have someone to have a conversation with about it rather than just me waffling. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, no, cheers. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's good to uh, geek out about a bit of Formula One, and yeah, hopefully, may, maybe there's some people out there that haven't even bothered with Formula One before and hopefully it was of some interest yeah i don't know i think people don't <laughs> quite get it they find it quite boring sometimes but even the boring races i quite like because it's all just like strategy and there's something always to look in i don't know i quite like it but it's uh, i do i think it's like probably well. partly just ingrained in me now and nostalgia as well because mm. of how long i've been watching it it's, it seems like it's just a, a part of a part of me yeah and i think um, people don't quite yeah. comprehend the speeds these guys are doing and what they're doing in those cars and what what they're putting their bodies through in terms of g-forces and just, yeah yeah i, I definitely insane, understand that man. sometimes the racing is a little bit boring and it is essentially watching cars go around a track i understand that but um yeah from from very different perspectives i suppose when you when you go into such the depth that they do that's what i find quite fascinating i think yeah it's great yeah so cool yeah. so the, in, the engineering and all the yeah team, yeah, yeah. It's just everything the sum of all the parts that creates such a complexity insanely of fast machine <laughs> i'm just getting the balance right between aero and not aero so you get top speed as opposed to downforcing corners and that changes race to race and it, it just mm. it totally yeah it's interesting and then once you committed yeah. to it, that's kind of it. You've got to find that right balance. So, And they reckon yeah. like Ga Gasly only really won because Alpha Tauri decided on getting the second sector as their strongest, which meant he could pull away from the DRS zone for the third sector. So he was safe on the start-finish straight. Oh, so yeah, yeah. because yeah, they yeah. did that, that's why science couldn't get close enough to get the DRS until like the last lap. So, yeah, it was an interesting... And they said we only changed that, you know, on in practice three pretty much. They they figured that out then. So yeah, and they said if they'd gone the other way and gone stronger in the first and third sector, then he'd have got 
closer and yeah they probably would have been under more pressure so yeah it was interesting so yeah 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 good to, cool uh, shit. Good to nerd out a bit geek out baby yeah so there we go cheers dave thanks for coming on i was actually drinking whiskey during that i didn't i didn't say but yeah it's from my birthday whiskey so from my friends so it's very very enjoyable very nice too oh well i hope you enjoy that i'm having yeah, it's good mate an alcohol free evening this evening yeah well done this is my first alcohol in about a month so it's um yeah, yeah i've been a quite quite the opposite so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes <laughs> cool all right mate well cheers for tuning in well and cheers for being on dave and cheers everybody and we'll be back um we might should we we might try and have another episode in the week or something i don't know before the yeah, about i don't know maybe if not why not still, maybe at the weekend but still locked down for life so you know i yeah, ain't got much else going on all right mate yeah we'll figure that out um <laughs> i'll talk to you about my computer speaker progression not that yes. i'm probably going to oh, do it yeah. but it's progressed to something else now in terms of what i think oh. would be best if i was oh. going to do it so we'll talk about that next time so. and end on that cliffhanger too. yeah yeah That's so everyone tune in for that exciting little gadget <laughs> morsel there for you all. So, yeah i'm awesome. li- literally on the edge of my seat i know right <laughs> <laughs> cheers everyone <laughs> right. cheers guys right. bye